right. Hi, everyone. It's Obi Abuchi here with the Leading From Your Core podcast and vodcast. This show is dedicated to helping leaders all around the world discover leadership wisdom, stories, and insights that will enable you to tap into the power of leading from the inside out. And I am delighted to welcome on the show, all the way from the UAE, Nathan John. Uh, Nathan is a corporate banker and social entrepreneur based in Dubai. And over 19 years in banking, he's worked for some of the world's leading companies from Barclays, JP Morgan, Ernst & Young, and uh, the Abu Dhabi Commercial Bank. And one thing that's really exciting, and we'll, we'll talk about this shortly, is in 2007, he founded the Youth Enlightenment Limited, YEL, which is a social enterprise committed to providing inspiration and empowerment to young people. And he continues to do some incredible work in that space, has spoken at events in various parts of the world, Dubai, London, Paris, spoken at the mayor's office here in the UK, colleges, schools, in prison. He's been interviewed over, not that he's been in prison, he was into, he's spoken at, uh, spoken in prisons. And Nathan has also been interviewed over 150 times on the BBC, ITV, Channel 4, Sky News, LBC, The Guardian, and more and more. Nathan, it's absolutely a delight to have you on the show today. It's an absolute pleasure being here. Thank you very much for the invitation. Now you're welcome. You're welcome. I, I've been looking forward to our conversation for a while. As I said, you and I, we've known each other. I think it goes back to 2008. So a year after you started YL with some other partners, I started a group called the Young Talent Network, and and we connected on that, and and our paths have paralleled for. A long while and so great to see the incredible work that you're doing and and just have an opportunity to get you on the show now and hear some of the leadership lessons you've learned some of the mentoring lessons that you've learned so uh, great to have you J just to kick things off and and give people an insight into you and and your passion and some of your motivation it'd be great to hear what actually inspired you to start the Youth and Enlightenment Limited uh, initiative. Okay, yeah, so first of all, thanks again, and um, congratulations to you on all of your many successes, uh, the launch of your latest book, uh, this podcast, and all the leadership training and initiatives that you're doing. It's been great to see your journey over the years, um, and, um, and thanks again for having me on. Um, so the, the main driver, for Youth Enlightenment is, is very personal. Uh, basically, I, I'm, I'm from Southeast London. Um, I, I grew up off the Oak Road. Roads. Um, my mum got married and moved to another area and I grew up in Lewisham. And I saw a lot of friends around me maybe not have goals, not being focused and falling in with the wrong crowd. Some ended up going to prison some ended up being stabbed, some of them ended up being killed. Um, and I mean, that's kind of normal when you're from that environment or you think it's normal. Mm. 
a time came that um, I was very fortunate to avoid all of that. And I was working in the city myself and there was a lot of knife crime going on. And I was reading about uh, a story, an incident that happened in Brixton and uh, it was on the BBC and they said, if you've been impacted by this, you know, get in touch. And I said, look, I've not been impacted physically, but emotionally it's hurting me seeing members of my community, you know, doing this and that this has been going on for such a long time. Um, and I said, no, I wanted to do something about it because I've avoided it and I wanted to play a role in avoiding that also. Um, another key driver for me is, is my own father. Uh, he unfortunately, you know, didn't do well in school. He fell into the life of crime and um, he, he ended up in a, a mental institute. And while he was there, he was given a tranquilizer that was more powerful than it should have been, and he died. Wow. And for many years, I was really angry over his death. I was really angry over how he died. But as I got a bit older, I got a bit angry over that pattern and the fact that that same pattern was being followed in my generation and it was still killing people in my generation, if not physically, but also mentally, you know? Mm. So I think those two things combined made me feel like, you know, I've avoided that and I need to play my part in helping others because I knew that a lot of young people got involved in things because when they looked around them, the members of their community who were successful, who had money, had nice cars, jewelry, haircuts, whatever you call it, were the guys, you know, selling drugs or doing other things. And I knew if you could show them those alternatives, you wouldn't get all of them, but you would capture some of that market. You would get some people saying, wait, I have a choice. I can do this route. Um, and that's what I wanted to do because I remember just being in college, I almost dropped out when a friend of mine dropped out to sell weed full time. Another friend of mine dropped out to work in a local sportswear shop full time. A voice came to me and said, why are you staying in college? What are you going to get from it? Who do you know that has followed the route of education and has got a good career? And luckily I had one person, a friend of the family, he was an accountant and he used to come and cut my hair. And he was my role model. And I had that one person that kept me going, even when everyone around me was kind of, you know, doing their thing. Um, so I kind of felt that I wanted to be that person to, to others. So um, yeah, that's kind of the, the kind of the inspiration behind why I started Youth Enlightenment um, 15 years ago now, and why I'm still passionate to you know, engage with young people and support them to achieve their goals. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's amazing. I, I feel like I've known you so long and yet haven't really connected with that part of your story, but it, it's amazing, um, inspiring on several levels that sometimes we can experience a breakthrough in our lives and keep it to ourselves and say, hey, I've broken through and that's it. You know, I'm going to go on this journey of success and, you know, might help a person here or there. But the fact that for you, it became a motivation to set something up and say, I want to proactively help others. And if anything, people hear from your story and what we'll talk about the power of mentoring shortly is not only were you keen to give back just you know, towards the end there, you said there was someone there that just, that kept you going, that believed in you enough. And 
and there's something energizing, there's something powerful about paying it forward, yeah. about giving some of what we have been given. It reminds me a big part of the reason that I'm doing a lot of the leadership work that I'm doing today was because a mentor of mine gave me a copy of Stephen Covey's book when I was 18. And the only reason he gave it to me wasn't because it was like, hey, Obi, you'll become a great leadership expert and, and trainer someday or coach. It's, it's hey, I need, want you to do well in your A-levels. <laughs> so here, read this book and, and internalize the lessons. And honestly, I've not been able to stop talking about the impact that that had on me and, and the lessons about okay personal leadership and I need to take responsibility for my life and my life can have an impact and 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 think about the bigger picture and so so there's incredible power in having people in our lives who believe in us who speak life into us and then when we get to do the same thing and pass it on not let it stop there so let's talk a bit more about just the power of mentoring for you because yes you've you started the YL 15 years ago and obviously you've grown and developed as a banker but I can imagine that it's not always been easy and so have you always had a mentor since then and and what difference has that made or have there been moments where you haven't and have you noticed um, a difference then? So I think I've always had someone that I've turned to for guidance and some form of, of coaching, but I've not always had a formal formal mentor, I would say. And the times when I have had, you know, that formal relationship where you agree to meet on a regular basis, you talk about goals, you set milestones, you're accountable of those milestones. I've definitely seen myself develop and propel forward a lot quicker than when I don't. Mm. Um, you know, a mentor for me, the way I, I choose mentors, is quite simple. It's where do I want to go to, who's where, where I want to be, mm. and who can share their experience and guidance and expertise and wisdom to me because they've done it. You know, I don't just mm. go for someone who maybe has a big title or has the wealth or is a good speaker, is someone who has achieved something that I'm looking to achieve, because I think that's a real, real quick way of, of achieving it yourself, is learning from, mm. from others. Um, but there has to be a personal connection as well. You've got to feel that you can um, open up to that person, there's a rapport, etc. I remember there was a time when I, I met someone, my time at Barclays, and um, I approached him and said, I would love for you to be my mentor, really admire you, I would love to get my, myself in the position that you're in one day. And he said, I'm so busy, but please meet with the following people. He gave me a list of, of individuals to meet. And I met with every single one of them. Every single one of them was very impressive, had achieved a lot, but I didn't have the same connection that I had with him. Wow. And I remember bumping into him in the uh, like staff cafeteria and saying that, look, I've met everyone that you said, they're great, but they're not you and I'm willing to wait. And uh, he said, you know what, I admire your tenacity. Um, and then I think a month or so later, we started our mentoring relationship. And wow. that same individual was, um, played a part in me moving from 
uh, finance because I used to be an accountancy. So when I was at Ernst Young, I was in the audit division, etc. And um, when I was working at Barclays, I was in the finance division. And that's where I moved into the front line, into relationship management and sales. And he played a big part in that. And even my move to the UAE. So, you know, it was worth me sticking to my guns and getting the mentor that I, I wanted, you know. Um, but yeah, mentor, mentoring is, is very, very important to me. Very passionate. I'm very passionate about it. Um, I've seen the difference it makes in lives. You know, there's a young man who is now living out here who was a part of a mentoring program I set up 11 years ago. And so I've seen the impact it's had on him um, and, and others who have gone on to do great things. So um, yeah, very passionate about mentoring and I know it can help everyone learn. And I think it's a two-way thing too. You don't just always, as a mentee, learn from the mentor. The mentor gains something from you too. I think it's a, it's a two-way relationship. Yeah, I love it. Wow. And thanks for sharing the, the stories that you did. It's interesting. I was chatting with, I've got three boys and I was chatting with my older boy recently and, and the... I shared this African proverb with him that kind of resonates with what you've just talked about, that if you want to go fast, go al alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And the importance of, yeah, you can make a quick buck doing some dodgy things, but you really want to go far and you really want to have an impact, then you want to go with other people and have mentors in your life who can who have been there who are doing what you're inspired to do and having their involvement and their input and yeah I respect that tenacity to say check to these people out there just isn't the connection there's something about you and I know that yeah. I'm going to get from you and, and look at the impact it's had on you today and you, you said at the end there that it's you know that mentoring isn't just one way it's not just the mentee that gains and clearly you've been doing a lot of mentoring yourself now and giving back w what are some of the things that you've learned that you've gained from being in the mentor role yourself I think I've learned a lot about myself and um, you tend to reflect a lot when you're giving someone advice that mm. is in a position that you were wanting you reflect and think, you know, how did I navigate and how could I have done that better as well, wow. of course. Sure. You know, so um, I think reflection is very important as a leader. You know, it's important to look back and, and look at the lessons that you've learned and, and how you've grown from them. You know, my, my mindset has really changed from, I'm a, I'm a Fergo and people say Fergo's a perfectionist and I think they're partly right, partly right. There's some truth to that. So I, I hate when I make a mistake. I hate when I don't do things well and I get feedback that might not be to you know, my liking. But my attitude to that has shifted so much because I realize, I mean, the word fail is first attempt in learning, you know? Um, Love it, wow. No one, no one gets something right the first time. Think about the mm. first time we all picked up a, a pencil and tried to write our name. We didn't get right the first time or the second time, maybe didn't get right the fifth or tenth time but we kept trying and we got better each time. We learned from every experience um, and, and you learn more from those failures, so to speak, mm. than the times when you, you get the hole in one and you, you celebrate, you know? So 
um, yeah, reflection is so important. I do a lot of it more now than ever. I even try to meditate where I can. I think mm-hmm. that really helps me. Uh, another thing I've learned from, from being a mentor, I guess, is this that you can learn from everyone. And even though there's someone who's younger than me and maybe less experienced than me, doesn't mean that I know more than them uh, or that I'm right. You know, they've got a perspective that maybe I haven't thought about. They've had an experience that by sharing with me helps me to understand people from a different perspective. And I think that's really important as a leader is having, um, even though we have our our key values uh, Mm -hmm. and principles, but it's still not being closed off to people that think and feel differently to us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, trying to understand, you know, why that is um, and trying to say, say to yourself, how do I, how do I work with this individual? How do I motivate them? How do I get them to be the best they can be? Uh, mm-hmm. Even though they have a different uh, work ethic to me or a different value system to me. So I think that's helped me as well. It's just, um, yeah, and then the, the energy as well, right? Young people got that energy, they've got that ambition, that, um, that fire is still burning bright. And my, my fire is still there, but you know, it's not as, as strong as it, I guess it used to be. Um, so when I meet someone younger who's an earlier stage in their career, it helps to kind of reignite my ambers that have maybe gone a bit more, uh, you know, a bit more warm. So that also helps. I love that. I love that. Just keep keeping that fire going. And I think there's, I like to say it sort of, we become a bit more laser focused over time, don't we? So we're not all over the place trying to jump at everything, but there's, but there's a, an intensity to, to the energy. I love what you said though, about how in your role as a mentor, it gives you the space to reflect because you're, in a sense, reliving some of your journey through this other person as they say, well, okay, I was in, I was in a similar situation. What was that like? Actually, what would I do differently? I don't want to just dish out advice that, hey, this is what I did then. It's actually, I've had enough time to reflect and more experience to build on. I think it's such a powerful space to hold for people to say it's actually okay to fail. I I remember that was one of the biggest things for me as an individual 2012, when my first book came out and I've shared this a few times on the podcast, but my first book came out, but business dried up, opportunities dried up. And so here I was launching my first book, but I felt like this incredible failure because the money had dried up, we're paying our mortgage on the credit card. And I needed people to hold a space for me and just say, hey, Obi, it's okay, you will bounce back. This is still an incredible uh, achievement, but it's hard when you're young and passionate and you're thinking, oh no, that's it. I've let myself down, I've let the world down, I'm I'm out. And so being able to hold that space for, for people as a, as a mentor is powerful, as well as holding it for yourself. And when you talked about this, also this idea of failing and learning from it, I couldn't help but think of what you're doing with the YEL. And, and when we met through the Young Talent Network, 
that's so it's one of the reasons why it's so important to hear the stories of people because someone can look at you now right Nathan and say oh Nathan he's just he's got it all together he's living in the yeah. UAE he's running this organized oh he's speaking at events oh he was on TV again the other day and like oh he's amazing and and yet they forget that no, there've been a lot of ups and downs along the way yeah. and you failed along the way. And, and so it's okay. It's part of the journey. As you said, fail, love that acronym, first attempt in learning. And no one gets it right first time. The, is it Michael Jordan? He, he says, I, I've missed more baskets than I got, right? It's, and but I just, part of my success was because I kept going. I'm like, hey, I'm going to yeah. keep going. And, and that's, that's uh, a big part of it. So he, he even got dropped from his, I think his high school basketball yeah. team. And that pushed him to hit the gym during the summer and train harder to come back stronger. So sometimes, you know, you need these setbacks to uh, help you, to propel you forward. Um, and, and, and you're right, I think people do look at those who are in a position that they might want to be in one day and think it's been easy, but it hasn't. So that's why I love speaking because I love to be honest and talk about my my journey and to mm. show individuals you know where I'm coming from mm-hmm. um you know from my childhood as well from the estate that I lived in the fact that you know I remember waking up to go to the toilet and the front door was open because we got broken into you know I remember when my mum's car got stolen the day she got it back it got it got stolen again that's that very night you know that was the my my home my home experience. Um, it's so easy to come up with a list of reasons why, you know, we can't achieve something or mm. why life isn't going the way we want it to go. I can find that even for myself right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've learned over the years that you have to hold on to what have you got, not what, what you don't have, that's not gonna help you. Mm-hmm. What do you have? Ultimately, we all have life. Once you've got life, you have hope. Mm-hmm. Then you look at your core. What are your skills? What abilities do you have? So for me, one of the abilities I have is the ability to talk. You know, that's why I do a job now that I, I, I meet with clients. I understand the requirements. I talk about what we can provide them from a banking perspective. Or when I'm doing my um, public speaking, you know, I'm, I'm just utilising a, a key skill. And we've all got a key skill. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess we have to explore what that is. But it's all about just focusing on what you have, not what you don't have. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's that's very important, I think. And that's a message I always like to give give over to everyone when when I hear, I would if I had this and if I had that and if I had this, I'm like, okay, we all do a lot more if we had everything we wanted. What is What do you have? Mm-hmm. You know, start there. And it, it, it grows, right? the skill base, the network, the wealth, mm-hmm. all grows, all starts from, from, us, from somewhere. That's amazing, yeah. It's just that reminder that, <clears throat> that we have agency. You, even in the beginning, you talked, as you shared your story, you use this word, hey, I have a choice, actually. I have a choice. You had a choice to say, all right, that friend of mine is dropping out to sell weed, I'll do that. Or that friend is dropping out to work in the you know, sports direct or whatever, you know, I'll, I'll do that. And, but, but instead, no, hey, I have a choice to 
to really maximize my potential and, and go down a path that will help me be the best that, that I can be with all of the talents that I have. And we have that choice and it, and it helps to hear stories like yours, like mine, even, you know, I didn't grow up with my father and, and there are so many, I, I could give so many stories about, well, I didn't have a dad or, you know, didn't have this and didn't have that, but there was so much love that was poured into me from my mom and I was given opportunities to study and I feel grateful for the skills and the abilities that I have and so rather than focus on and I'm tempted to easily just like you said you know, easily think oh don't have that don't have that but but actually what can you be um what do I have what am I grateful for and that begins to train my mind to see opportunities Yes. To grow, to develop, to have an impact um, rather than see all of the negative and then that just takes um, away uh, our energy. Correct, so, definitely. I think yeah. having the ability to see opportunities when others see chaos uh, or disappointment is a key, definitely a key skill, um, especially in the world of, of business. That's what it's all about. It's, it's kind of you know, seeing, always seeing an opportunity to offer or provide a service or a solution to, to someone. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, that, and you definitely demonstrated that with YL and the various things that you've done over time, is this idea of thinking about, actually, what do I have and how can I make a difference? Like when we ask those sorts of questions, how can I, how can I do good? How can I make a difference? How can I share i mean the thing about mentoring is literally i may be one or two rungs ahead on the ladder how can i just share and help someone else and that opens up opportunities for you to see opportunities and to grow and, and develop others which is really powerful i, I want to come back to something you said just this idea of you know the setbacks and and yet yeah, overcoming the setbacks that we've all faced along the, the way. And you said you, that's why you love doing what you do and share stories of some of those times that you got it wrong. What say, do you have a similar Michael Jordan type story of a setback that you faced in recent years? And like, man, that almost knocked me for six, but I decided to reframe it and see it as an opportunity to grow. Do you, what's, yeah, obviously, so, what you've shared about you know the early your early journey. Yeah, so I think um, so. I started my banking career almost twenty years ago. I left college, started uh, working full time. I was studying part time. Very fortunate to get the jobs that I got and worked in the companies that I worked for. Um, but it's during my time out here, I actually got made uh, redundant um, because the bank I was working for. Um, we focused and they retrenched from the market and they made majority of the team redundant, including myself. And I, I never saw that come in. I didn't have a plan B or C. Um, I think I took it very personally as well. Okay. And I found myself in a job that wasn't right for me and wasn't the right fit. Money-wise, it wasn't paying. And I, I, felt, I felt, in, felt behind debt example, um, things were extremely tough, very, very tough, to the point that 
if someone came to me and said, I could just take you from this world, take you from this, this suffering or, you know, this, this pitiness, darkness, just like this, I would say, yes, I can't see a way out of it. Remove me. You know, I, 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 lost, I lost all hope. I, I got to the lowest point I've ever reached, um, even as an adult, um, even having responsibilities and family to support. Um, and I had to really dig deep and remind myself that my recent experience of recent troubles was only a chapter in my story. It wasn't the end of my story. You know, there's a saying, it's a, a blip in the road, a bend in the road, not the end of the road. Mm. Just a bend in the road, just to reshift you and refocus you. But sometimes when things don't go your way, maybe yeah, you lose your job, maybe a relationship ends, maybe a, a loved one passes away. It, it, it's difficult and we feel that we had a vision, uh, we were on a certain path and it, it comes to a halt and we think that's it, our life is over because you know, we, we saw it going this way, but it doesn't have to be that it's over. It could just mean you need to shift. Mm. And, and actually, where it's going to take you to will allow you to be more successful, more impactful, um, you know, reach heights that you, you wouldn't have expected and that there's lessons to learn from those experiences. And that's, that's that, what's definitely happened to me. I can definitely... Um, speak to individuals who, who are going through things that I never ever went through before and I can relate to them. I, I can understand um, someone who is depressed and, and really thinks there's nothing going right for them because I've been there. Mm-hmm. There was a time that I've never been there because sure. things had always kind of worked out for me. I always kind of got the job I wanted to go for, always kind of got the grades I wanted to go for and to a certain extent. Um, never really faced hardship as an adult as in my childhood yes but that was on my mom to deal with or, or my stepdad to deal with but for me to deal with it as an adult myself yeah that was a massive challenge um but I'm so glad I, I I got through that and it's it's given me a resilience um that I never had before mm. um and also a uh, self-belief um I never had you know I had confidence before mm-hmm. but I don't think I truly believed in in me, I had confidence to go and do something and try something. Mm-hmm. But now there's a belief that if I try something and it doesn't work, I'm just going to keep trying. I'm just going to mm-hmm. keep learning. So before I had confidence, but if I stumbled, I would have said, oh, okay, that didn't work out. Maybe um, that's not for me and I'd move on to something else. But now there's a, a deep tenacity that wasn't there before. Um, so I'm grateful. I'm very, very grateful for that. Wow. Wow. That's, thank you for sharing that. Thanks for the, the honesty to, to do that. I can empathize with a lot of the, the pain. I, I'm curious, what, what helped you, what brought about the shift? Because it sound like, sounded like you got to a really dark place and what created the shift for you? So the shift for me came when, so, uh, in this, in this country, if you fall behind with payments uh, in, in the time that I was, when it happened, it's changed, the law's changed now, that they can restrict you from traveling. Um, and I was meant to go home for a birthday and I couldn't because I wasn't allowed to travel. 
And, you know, that was that was hurtful for me because, you know, being away from family, that's the one commitment I have is I always make it home for the key, key dates. So I think that made me feel like, okay, something really needs to change here. Mm. Um, I can't continue as it is. I need to find a way to change things. And um, so that, that pain of not being able to have that freedom that I wanted to do have really made me kind of wake up and say, okay, you need to change this now. You need to wake up, come on. Remember who you are, remember, like, like I said, this is just one chapter in your story. So remember all the chapters before, mm. all the things you've achieved, all the things you know, the skills, the experience, that's not gone away just because of this one mm, part sure. of your life. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I had to really kind of focus on all of that and really pick myself up. And um, I guess in some ways it was like a, being a soldier who'd stripped himself of all his armor and just laid it all down. And then maybe, I don't know, stepped on a, a thorn and was just focusing on the thorn and was like, oh, my foot's hurting me, oh, the thorn, the thorn. <laughs> I don't know, you know? And then, and then, then you realize, wait, you've, you remember the battles that you've won behind mm. you. I remember all the armor that's still there. Mm-hmm. All those things you've achieved, they're still there as a part of your track record. Those skills are still there. I remember a friend saying to me, you know, if you've got a job in the past with the experience you had at that time, the qualifications you had at that time, the skills you had at that time, of course you're going to get another job. Mm-hmm. Because you've got more experience now, yeah. more yeah. skills, more knowledge. And it's so strange how when, you know, we're in that, that dark place, you, you forget these things. We just like, yeah. oh... Woe is me, the world is against me, things aren't working out, but you really forget, you forget who you are. And I just, I, I guess I, yeah, I forgot who I was and I, I just had that moment of awakening. Um, and it's been a journey as well, because from there, I've only continued to grow um, and continue to get to a level that I, I wasn't at before. Sure. So um, as much as that was a difficult time, I'm, I'm grateful for that time because it's made me stronger now. Yeah, wow. That, that is such a powerful lesson, a reminder of the pain that often it's that darkness, the dark night of the soul. Um, some people describe it as the, the wrestling that you've got to go through before you get to the other side. And in, in my book, and this is something that many people might be aware of but I often my favorite way of describing transformation and experience of breakthrough is the journey that a caterpillar goes through to become a butterfly it's essentially it's got to die but that death is painful right and and but you when you struggle and you value the pain and you embrace the struggle you come out so much stronger and it sounds like just even your realization that I got to remember who Nathan John is. I got to remember what I'm made of. And, and if I have a failure, that doesn't define me. Who am I? I'm this person that has a passion for people. I'm this person that is skilled as a speaker. I'm this per- person who knows how to build relationships. And okay, yeah, this job, I can't control the market. I can't control every single opportunity. But I know who I am and what I and and it sounded like there was a 
you were able to get to that place, that reminder of who are you, dig deep in, oh. into that, and then yeah. begin to express, go back to expressing all of who Nathan is and more, right? So powerful. Powerful. Was there something you were going to say? No, I was just saying that, um, yeah, just remembering who I was at my core um, mm. and, and just remembering the journey. Because I, I guess, you know, we've had similar experiences, um, childhood, and things we've had to overcome. We've, we've traveled the furthest we need to travel. The, even though you, you could have, it might be the biggest, well, I, don't, I don't care what the biggest goal you have now, you've overcome probably the, the 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 hardest part of it you know that am i good enough can i do it sure. will i just end up like you know others in my community unfortunately or others who look like me because you know what the statistics yeah. are and nothing's improving but it's still not where they should be um, yeah. you know within the black community you know i still don't see you know, we're not where, in my view, where we should be yet. Um, I do see a lot of change. Um, but I also then do see some things I think have fallen off in a sense. I, when I look back to some of the, the great leaders who fought for us to have the opportunities we have now, um, the liberties that we have now, I do wonder if they think, you know, what are you guys actually doing with it? Mm-hmm. You know, you have the ability now. There's no law that can stop you from achieving to being whatever you want to be, studying where you want to study. Mm-hmm. What is stopping you from owning the businesses that you can own to mm-hmm. reach into the heights? Now, I'm not saying what is stopping because we do know there is obstacles. And we know over the last few years with the Black Life Matters movement, yeah. we it's kind of brought, brought things to the fray. So we know there are challenges, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they face greater challenges and mm-hmm. they still were able to rise above it. And I just feel like, um, I just think there's a bit more we can, I can do, you know, speak for myself. Sure. There's more that I can do and there's more that I'm willing to do, even if it's to also just show others, you know, what's capable, what we're capable of, um, regardless of the, challenges and regardless of individuals who might not like us for whatever reason mm-hmm. but we can still we can still reach heights yeah 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 now I, I hear you Nathan and I just want to say honestly a real honor to just see what you're doing what you're learning um, and, and the fact more importantly that you're not letting it stop with you that you are allowing yourself to be a reservoir who who gains and passes on and shares and develops and, and grows others so uh, I celebrate that it's a, it's an inspiration for me not put core and um, I, I definitely hope that yeah you continue to have an incredible impact um, so uh, I want to, I feel like we could go on talking for ages and <laughs> okay. I, I want to wrap up with, it's one of my favorite questions to wrap up with. And given that we've been talking about mentoring, we've been talking about, you know, lessons from the past and, and our younger self and the journey that, that we've been on. 
if you could chat with your younger self, the younger Nathan, knowing all that you know now, what's what's one message that you or piece of advice that you would give to your younger self as you're embarking on this this journey of growth and leadership and development? What's one piece of advice you'd give to your younger self? Now, the biggest piece of advice I'll give to myself is be you. You're good enough, you're great enough, and your future is bigger than you can imagine. Just be you. Um, You know, so often you think we have to change to fit into certain environments or Mm. to achieve certain things and actually just being ourselves, being natural and letting our natural abilities and skills just flourish. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be the thing that helps us get there. And you know, when I was younger, you know, I was a student that was told to be quiet and to sit down and, you know, because I had too much energy and you know, it wasn't being channeled in the right way. Um, and my personality, I think I was a bit, I'd always want to challenge things and try to figure out different ways, even with maths. Really good at maths. I wasn't that person then. I became good at maths. But I would do my working, that, working out in a different way. And that's just who I am, you know, and sometimes you feel like, oh, I need to change. I need to be like everyone else. Mm. But I'd say to myself, just be you and um, and just let life, life's going to be great, you know? So um, just don't worry. <laughs> Amazing. And thank God for that energy that you had, because there's no way you'd start YEL without that. There's no way you'd be doing yeah. what you're doing if you didn't have this energy, this passion, this desire to connect with people. So... Amazing. Great piece of advice, not only for your younger self, but for a lot of the listeners and viewers of the show. So, hey, to all our listeners and viewers, our time's up, but I hope you enjoyed that show. So many incredible insights about the power of mentoring, not only the impact we have on others, but the things that we get to learn for ourselves and remembering just to to connect with who we are beyond our failures, even beyond our successes and just recognize we've got so much agency and and purpose. So it's been great to hear that from Nathan. And remember that if you want to be a courageous and resilient leader, if you want to live life on purpose and with purpose, then it starts from the inside out. Have a great day. See you on the next show. And Nathan, once again, thanks so much for coming on and sharing your insights today. Pleasure. Take care. Bye-bye.